Welcome to Don't Hit Snooze, the podcast. You've been sleeping on yourself for long enough. It's time to wake up. No matter what you're doing, while you listen, we pray that you begin to unlock your God-given potential and turn it into massive action. Don't Hit Snooze is not just a personal development podcast. It's a personal reminder, reminding you to be and become all that God has created you to be. Now let's get into this episode. What's good? It's your girl, Kachetta Cherie, back with another episode. Oh my goodness, you guys. First, I just wanted to start off by saying thank you so much for all of you who are starting this journey with me, all who have listened, if you've given me feedback, especially if you've left a review. Now, I have talked to a couple people who said that they did not know how to leave a review. So I'm probably going to do some type of tutorial on that on the Don't Hit Snooze Pod Instagram page, possibly the Facebook And so just look out for that. But it's super simple. So, yeah, I just wanted to, again, say thank you. And uh, we about to get into the second episode. And honestly, I do not subscribe to this whole microwave society. I think that there are actually a lot of people who are into like working and getting it out of the mud obviously it doesn't feel amazing when you're in it and sometimes you can feel like you want to go the easy route whatever that might look for for your life because I know I'm gonna be real I'm pretty I have a nice body I'm intelligent AF. I have a lot of things that I could do, but it would require me to sell out essentially. And I don't want to do that. So I'm going the hard way, the hard route, the long route, whatever. I'm getting out of the mud, getting it out of the mud. Did I say that? I don't know. And that's okay. I'm just going to go with that. And However God has this planned out, I'm going to just keep it moving. And of course, you know, it hasn't been easy, easier said than done. But yeah, when I talk about this, I don't want you guys to think that it's just me thinking that way, essentially, like I don't subscribe to that. I just know that that's how people see the world that we live in right now because there are a lot of air quotes overnight successes and things like that and honestly if excuse me if you pay attention to people who do blow up right if they have an amazing strategy and they're niched down and all of these things on like social media and stuff like that and one of their videos blows up goes viral people want to follow them because they've been consistent that whole time and they've been adding value and it's just like this 
group of people, this amazingly large group of people find you because your video goes viral, but then they're able to binge your content. And it's because you've been consistent and posting amazing things and giving and adding amazing value. So had that not already happened, once you went viral, you would have just went viral and that's it. Right. And so it's a lot to unpack from that. And we got we got we got time. OK, not in this episode, but I'm just saying, like, in general, we have time. So I will start to unpack a lot of things. So I'm not going to, like, drag that out. But that's my little preface for that, because I know that based on, you know, societal standards and social media and especially with our generational gaps and things like that, it's it's easy to say that that's the type of world that we live in. That's the type of society that we live in and everything is so quick and, you know, or people want everything so quick. But I really believe, again, that there are people like me who believe in working hard and getting it out of the mud. Yeah, I don't know how else to say that. So I'm going to move on. But we're talking about not the highlight reel that everybody sees and the viral stuff that people attach themselves to and how, you know, a person gets found out. I'm talking about the real, real. And how do you appreciate slow progress in this so-called microwave society? And I really want us to be focused on incremental growth. And for whatever reason, there are eight steps and or ways, strategies, tips, whatever you want to call them. In this episode two, so eight has just been the number. I'm not sure why, but um, I'm not going to like think too deep into it right now. But if it keeps showing up, then I will. So, yeah, I want you guys to remember that good things take time and it's called growing pains for a reason. Growth is hard. If you think about a baby And I'm saying this because my one-year-old, seeing her now, it's crazy because she went through a phase of having to do tummy time and she struggled with it, okay? Like, and it was challenging also for, you know, Gigi, her godmother, not wanting her to be in tummy time because she was having such a hard time. Like, she cried, like, yelped, okay? But... That was for a reason. And when she started to walk, you know, learning how to walk. Y'all, I thought I put my phone on do not disturb, you know, learning how to walk and all of the things that happened prior to her actually being this mobile. Like she fell a lot. She had to deal with so much as a baby. You know what I'm saying? And like we're babies going into any industry, anything that's new to us. We are babies to it. We are freshmen. We are however you want to say it. Like you don't know what to do, what to expect, 
how to overcome certain things, what the struggles are going to be, what the challenges are going to be. You just go with it and you learn along the way. So let your baby self grow and be okay with the pain that comes with that because you're going to now have the knowledge that's needed for you to advance to the next level versus you like trying to Google your way through life or Google your way through whatever season you're in or and when I say that I mean like literally googling or like trying to get all this advice from other people instead of just like really being present to what's going on with you and your situation and going moment by moment piece by piece unpacking where you need to and growing and being okay in the spaces in the areas where it hurts Okay, so obviously your girl is having some issues. I I love my little baby and I be kissing her and she be sick. And so now I got a sore throat. So that's what's happening. So I'm sorry if I sound a little bit different. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so very few people are committed to investing their time into things that don't have an immediate payoff. Now that is kind of true. And I see that. Even though I choose to look basically with a glass half full, I do understand that there are people who like won't stick it out. Right. And so I'll get into that a little bit later because I'll kind of tell you guys about my fitness journey as of recently. So I've always been into fitness, but it's kind of been in this like wave. It's up and down, up and down, up and down. But of course, after you have a baby, so so when I was pregnant, I was working out. And then like once I had her, I said, OK, baby, <laughs> you. Yeah. So I'm going to get into that. But yeah, it wasn't an immediate payoff. And when it comes to certain things that don't have that people, people like I'm a I'm a slide out because this is taking too long. Doing the work is the shortcut, though. There's no other way around it. <laughs> and the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. And I know we've heard that so many times. So really think about that. And we have some veggies that we get in our garden. So there's a garden in the back of the house and then there's a garden that we use. It's a community garden. And I can probably tell you the day that we planted the seeds and it was very scarce. OK, it was it was soil and that's it. And that's what you what you have. That's your foundation. But I just ate this past week, probably like five peppers and I think some tomatoes, too, that were ready to eat. But it took time. Your body isn't Amazon Prime. It takes more than two days to get what you want. And I would say that for anything, not just your body as it relates to fitness goals, but your mind. It takes time for you to learn what it is that you need to learn. If you're, you know, going to school and you're working toward a degree, you're not going to know everything right off the bat. That's why you're going to school, girl. <laughs> right. OK. Also, slow success builds character and fast success builds ego. I hope that resonates with you and it doesn't matter how slow you go as long as you don't stop that's major key quitting is the only thing that will make you a failure 
unless you're quitting for a reason. If you're quitting a relationship, by all means, if it's not good for you, say bye. (laughs) But if it's something that you know you need to be sticking with, don't quit. Don't stop. Keep going. Be patient with yourself. Nothing in nature blooms all year. So it's September. Think about it. You're starting to see some of the plants withering. In a few, we're going to have bare trees. You know, after the leaves turn colors, then they're going to fall. And there's going to be nothing. And then we're going to cycle back around to what we just went through, which was spring and summer in full bloom. Things are looking gorgeous outside. And... That's just the way life works. There are seasons. There are times when you're flourishing and there are times where you're like, what's the actual? (laughs) And then you cannot microwave your healing. So those are just like some things that I want you guys to keep in mind. Those aren't the eight strategies, tips, whatever. That's just some stuff that I I really wanted you guys to think about. Okay. Hey. So yes, I know I said before that I was possibly going to have a quote from me, and today I do. So I'll give you guys the quote of the week, and then the scripture of the week. The quote of the week I just said on September fifth of twenty thirteen. God's timing is perfect timing. If it happened before, it can happen again. Remain content, have faith, even if it's just a little bit, and stand steadfast in the word, in and out of the storm, but especially through the storm. And then the scripture of the day of the week, I mean, have to get used to that okay so i usually read from king james but i had to go to the amplified classic because this is real good it says not that i am implying that i was in any personal want for i have learned how to be content satisfied to the point where i am not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I am. I'm going to see what the hood version says, which is like the gangsta Bible. The gangsta Bible is the message version. <laughs> Ooh, okay. This is long. Wait a minute. Let me see. I'm going to just read it. I'm glad in God. Far happier than you would ever guess. Happy that you are again showing such strong concern for me. Not that you ever quit praying and thinking about me. You just had no chance to show it. Actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned by now to be quite content, whatever my circumstances. I'm just as happy with little as with much, with much as with little. 
I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. Whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. I don't mean that your help didn't mean a lot to me. It did. It was a beautiful thing that you came alongside me in my troubles. Now, I could like dissect all of that, but I'm just going to read that. And yeah, but that was actually 10 through 14 because the message kind of chunks some of the similar verses together. So, yes, the scripture of the week, though, is going to be from Philippians 4 and 11. And the quote is from your girl. I will make sure that I let you guys in on those. Put them in the show notes, something like that. Okay, so with that said, we understand that there is great gain in contentment. And I don't want that to be confused with complacency. Contentment is not complacency. So how do you appreciate slow progress in a microwave society? How do you connect with your real, real and not be fixated on somebody else's highlight real? Here's how. (laughs) Remember the eight C's. Comparison, connecting, confidence, consistency, contentment, curiosity, crowds, and a cool kid. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but go with me. Okay, so number one, comparison. Stop it. Stop comparing Again, your real real to someone else's highlight real. It's insane. It's not only the thief of joy, but it's also unrealistic. Because you have no idea what that other person is really experiencing behind closed doors. I read an article recently and it was talking about a few different like women CEOs and the author was like yeah I knew this CEO back at this point in my life and here's what she had to say and a lot of them were just saying like yeah I actually let me say one of them she didn't have a college education and she was a top person in the company she worked for And so in these meetings, there were people who graduated from Harvard and Yale. And then she's like, and then there's me. So I didn't feel adequate. I didn't feel like I belonged, even though she was in the seat, in the room, at the table, probably brought the table. (laughs) But she didn't feel like she deserved to occupy that space in full confidence because she didn't have what they had. But other people were looking up to her. Other people were watching her. Other people were marking her. But she did not feel good because she was comparing herself to the people in the room. So don't play yourself. You deserve to be in every room that you enter. Every threshold that you cross will be blessed when you enter. That's how you have to believe 
don't compare what everybody else is doing to what you are doing. Follow your own journey to the T, not somebody else's, because you're not going to get everything. They're not putting their whole lives on the Internet. I don't care how much they tell you. There are parts that you are never going to see. Okay. Number two, stay connected. Now, when I say that, I really mean to a higher source. And for me, that's God. And you want to stay connected to also those people who add joy, add peace, who bring positivity to your life and in general bring honest, critical, but loving feedback and most of all that add value so you make sure that you're adding value to someone else and make sure that the people that you're connected to are adding value to you and that can look different and what value means to you might mean something different for me And what you can bring as far as value to someone else's life may be different to what they bring as far as value to your life. And that's cool. So stay connected to a higher source and stay connected to people who mean your life, who mean you well. Three, be confident. I know I kind of mentioned that in the first thing when I was talking about comparison and being confident in the space that you occupy, but that is so critical. It's not easy, but you have to faith, not fake, but faith it till you make it. The reason I put my trust in God is because my life, my family life, my feelings, my finances, all of my crap, those things are fleeting. Those things can fail. And or just they have a tendency to be all over the place. They change too often to be confident in my own abilities. But I know that I can trust the God who made me. Right. He knows everything about the universe and about me. So that's infinite power that I need to tap into. So my spirit man who is directly connected to God allows me to show up confidently Often, especially again in spaces that I may or may not be or feel qualified for or to be in. Four, be consistent. Stick to the program. Don't go off course because you don't see results. Now, I know I said I would mention this later and here it is. I'm talking about it. Be into fitness. I can say a thousand percent that you're not going to see the results right away. So I have a video from the time I was in labor because I was, yeah, I was here. I wasn't at the hospital. I didn't have my baby at a hospital, like traditional hospital setting. I had her at a birth center and I was in the water and I did all the things. I didn't use like medicines and epidurals and all that stuff. Like I just had a natural birth. So a lot of my labor happened at home. And I have a video of like what my body looks like then. And then, of course, like there is now. And I can see how 
huge I was. And looking back and thinking about, you know, my family's concerns about my body, mainly because I had never been that big before in my life. Like I've always been the toothpick of the family on both my mom and my dad's side and everybody else in between. It was crazy. Literally the skinny one in the family. So, of course, everybody picked that apart. So even the size that I'm at now is like a huge accomplishment for me. But I've lost a lot of weight. I've toned up in certain areas. And, you know, it's been a journey because I'm, I am I noticed a little bit of flab the other day. But anyway, you know, just looking back at that time in my life and then looking now, I really had to trust the process. But I had to also stay consistent. There's no way I could have reached this goal where one day I woke up and I had abs. When I say my belly was like a little flap, like my family was so concerned. They're like, oh my goodness, you know, why does your belly look like that? You just, you know, you've had her. I don't get it. Like why? I'm like, I don't know. I never had a baby, (laughs) but I was so anxious. I was ready for the six weeks to be up so I can hit the gym. But then even when it was time, I was I was dreading it because I had spent so long not going to the gym. So trying to build that habit back up, it was just a, a lot. But I wanted to really challenge myself and I had to stay consistent and it may hurt. It, it, it may hurt. Whatever it is that you're doing, you know, you might have to have long nights where you stay up late and you might have to get up early. You might have to do things that you have not done before. And even if you've done them, you may have not had to do them at the intensity that you're having to do them now. But you got this. You got this because God got you. (laughs) Let's see. We are at number five contentment feel content not complacent the bible already gave you that the bible tells us to be content okay and i feel like people even christians harp on that word in the most negative aspect of the word and so i looked it up and content means in a state of peaceful happiness a state of satisfaction. However, complacency is where we can go wrong. I believe anyway. Complacency is where we spin our wheels and don't progress or focus too much on what's not happening or wanting things to happen and not actually working for them. And you know, faith without works is dead. So there's that. But complacency is defined as a feeling of smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements. And that, I don't even want to go into all of that, but there could be some progress. But again, you're so dissatisfied with where you are that your life can feel like hot garbage. So, One can be in a state of peaceful happiness and satisfaction or a state of pride, smug, and uncritical satisfaction based on where they are in life. So what do you choose? Okay, six, 
feed curiosity. My baby is curious about everything. She wants to look at everything, touch everything, go everywhere. And she does not harp on the consequences. She does not care. Sometimes she'll know, but it's not that deep for her. So she'll do it anyway. Or, you know, maybe she's done it and didn't get a result that she might get this time. And so she's like, oh, well, that didn't happen last time. Why did it happen this time? So now it's, you know, causing her to be even more curious. As children, We were all kind of wired that way to be extremely curious, asking questions about everything, experimenting, trying new things. And that's how we develop. And then somehow as adults, we lose a lot of that curiosity. Don't do it. Feed your curiosity. Feed into all of the questions that brew through your mind that you might Google at three o'clock in the morning. You might be curious about it for a reason. So feed into that. Seven, flee from crowds. It's okay to be, you know, influenced by something or someone, but don't follow crowds because you'll never learn (laughs) who you are as an individual. And I'm also not saying go at everything alone because you need a team, you need people, you need support, you need help to build things. But you need to take that time sometimes to just be Um, no judgment or anything. But if you are going to hurt yourself and that's why you are avoiding being alone, then you you need to seek that help that you need to get so that you can learn to be okay with being by yourself. And then in public, anything can happen either way. But the point here is to focus on what you like, what you love, what you enjoy, what makes you tick, all that. It helps to be and build with others, but make sure they are sound individuals and have your best interest at heart, you know, similar to number two. But still be sure to find some solitude to have time. Again, I've been saying this to unpack what you're learning and learn to be okay with being alone. If you're not okay with that. Does that make sense? So just be honest with yourself. And then the final number eight. Find and follow a cool kid. So someone to mark. Someone that you feel like has developed in their career, in their industry, in their niche, in, you know, their life as a parent, a mom, a dad, whatever, a husband or wife, or their entrepreneurial values and systems and whatever it is that you are wanting to mark them for. Just get specific in why you're marking them and why you're following them. If you have the opportunity to meet them in person, do that. Maybe if you have the option to make them a mentor, you can also have that. But find a cool kid and follow them. No matter if you know them in real life or not. And for me, my cool kids are Eric Thomas or E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher And I'll name two women because 
actually, I I do listen to Et, but I I I follow his life and like the things that he's doing and all of that. And then another person would be Les Brown, but it's it's less of a follow and just like I appreciate the value in his words and his knowledge. And then on the female side, the women that I've marked are Christine Kane and Jackie Hill Perry. So I'll just give you guys my examples. It might be different for you, but all of those people, actually, I'm not sure. But yeah, all of those people, to my knowledge, are Christian and do some type of aspect of of or have something in their lives that pertain to an aspect of work that I want to do, that I aspire to, or, you know, whether it's their personal life or professional life, it's something that I admire or aspire to. There you go. Okay. So that is it. (laughs) I was trying not to babble too much. So I hope that, you know, you got what you needed. And I'm going to talk to y'all again soon. It was amazing to see the responses and all of the energy that went into the first episode. So thank you. I love y'all. That's it for today's podcast, love. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a review and rating. It's how we stay relevant in the podcast world. And it helps other people be able to find and listen to the podcast as well. Subscribe to the pod so that you get notifications every time a new episode drops on whatever platform you're streaming from. And be sure to follow us on social media at Don't Hit Snooze Pod. That's D-O-N-T-H-I-T-S-N-O-O-Z-E-P-O-D. I'd love for us to build a community. So also be sure to head over to the Facebook group. It's linked in the show notes. And while you're there, let me know what you enjoyed about this episode. I'll be back next week with more tips on how to become the greatest version of yourself and reminding you to not sleep on you.